business. The blog and podcast for game changers and innovators in the construction industry. Hello and welcome to episode 82 of the AEC Business Podcast. I'm Arne Heiskanen and my guest is Ulrich Branner, executive and board member of Let's Build, formerly known as Genie Belt, a construction software company. Ulrich, I'm happy to have you on the podcast. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Many construction software developers have actually a history in construction, and but we also have people coming from other industries as well. But what's your connection with the construction industry? I mean, prior to uh, Genie Belt. Uh, yes, uh, I, I uh, joke about that sometimes um, when people ask where I come from. I uh, I have a education uh, sitting in a tower in an airport. So uh, talking to the planes, flying back and forth. And then I started to study marine biology because uh, I was a great fan of Jacques Cousteau when I was younger. Um, so, so the combination of, of uh, talking to airplanes and, uh, and, and, and studying marine biology invariably led me to construction. So actually, this <laughs> no, uh, no previous uh, say exposure to, to this great industry. Ah, very interesting. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> well, but but I know that since that, uh, that the, since since your entrance in the into the industry, you have uh, started up a, a, a company called called Geniebelt. And can you say in a nutshell what you're doing? Yeah, uh, Geniebelt was was originally founded by 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 five of the the, the five founders that are still there, uh, and 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 we're now actually. Uh, gone from Genevelle to Let's Build. We, we've merged with, with uh, Belgium Aproplan. Um, and, and the original founding idea behind Genevelle was, was the personal experiences from a few of the founders of uh, being the customers of construction projects. Uh, and then also having previous exposure to how communication and collaboration happens in other industries. Uh, I've worked in, in uh, the telco industry and I've worked in, in the financial industry. Um, and I've, I was actually quite surprised to see how you how, how low level of transparency and collaboration was was name of the game. So, so Genebel was originally founded for the idea of introducing a much more collaborative approach to how you plan and build. Investors have poured money into real estate and construction tech startups, but I wonder where do we see the results of these investments? I think we're actually uh, we're actually seeing the results uh, as as we speak, and I think that that is at least that's my message to 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 a lot of the, the forums when when I meet and talk to to companies that, that that they really really need to stop now and acknowledge the 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 results that are out there, and they could be very tangible, like uh, companies like Katera. Uh, or WeWorks, um, it could be Amazon purchasing a, a prefab uh, factory. It can be IKEA building houses. Um, so, uh, so, so there is actually some some early indicators that tech giants in other lucrative industries are actually moving in. Latest, from from my personal opinion, uh, is Unity, uh, the the developers of a gaming software platform have gone into construction industry and partnered up with uh, with Autodesk. So, so these are some of the results that there is a digital movement in the industry. Uh, unfortunately, we're also seeing 
the, the, the financial shortcomings of some of the major contractors right now. We're also seeing some of the emerging companies that build repetitive uh, volume building with very, very, very high margins taking, uh, taking chunks out of this market right now. So, so there, are, there is smoke now coming where, where if, if we go five years back, we were talking. But now we actually see concrete uh, results of, of, of some of the endeavors that are pouring in. Yeah, yeah I can agree, yes. Um, I have helped here in Helsinki, the Aalto University, uh, because they, they are studying productivity in construction and so on. And one of the findings is that digitaliza digitalization has so far not paid off in construction as much as it should have because it has not reached the workers on the construction the actual people who actually work on the site and um, we have been helping the office workers and designers they have better, better tools and information management and so on but but the person doing the job still has basically very little uh, what should companies to uh, do to change this in your opinion well i think i think you're very right that that Naturally, digitization has has happened in the, the, the design and, and, and the planning phase because the people working in that phase maybe have been more used to, to working with software and sitting, sitting around computers and visualizing. So there's been a digital pickup. Um, but if you look at a company like ours, let's build, we, we're 100% focused on the construction phase. Uh, our, our customers uh, might be the people who are sitting in the offices and, uh, or, or running, running the bigger projects, but all our users, all our true customers are the people on the construction side. And, and it is definitely coming. I think, think there is there are some mega trends out there that are that that, that are pushing this. Um, people are just used to working with smartphones now in in their private life. They are purchasing goods on the internet that they can track the delivery of. They're talking to their parents or their children or their friends. So so the the training of that uh, generation is is coming. Um, and and it's also it as. If, if you optimize the design phase, you optimize 1%. If you optimize the build phase, you optimize another 10% of, of the total life cycle cost. So it's a natural transition now to move in to actually uh, to do it. But it has, from my point of view, historically taken more time because it is a it is a dysfunctional value chain that happens on a construction site. Right? I, I know I get flack from saying it sometimes, but it is a dysfunction. And it's not change without actually mandating changes. So... Um speaking about people working on the construction side companies already have problem finding professional even enough professional workers um, but but and and we see that technology is coming will will technology make it easier or even more difficult to find those uh, fill those uh, vacancies as as we need more people who are both tech oriented and also practical uh, doing practical construction work I think you actually uh, summed it up there. We 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 are going to see uh, we're going to see a branch out. Uh, in 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 my opinion, a lot of construction workers who are skilled will will become knowledge workers, as 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 we say. So so they'll be more into if if you're working as a trained mason, you'll have to learn robotics. You'll have to learn how that works. But at the same time, uh, we're also seeing an influx of workers who are very, very unskilled and, and, and to support 
that process and to ensure that we maintain the quality uh, of, of the work being done. The digital tools that they're using have to be very, very, very straightforward and very good at actually helping them along the way. So I think we're going to see a branch out to meet that growing demand in the industry. There's a massive, massive gap for, for even unskilled labor. So, uh, so, so two paths actually, one for the knowledge worker and, and one that supports that you can scale with, with unskilled workers, but still maintain transparency and, and, and quality in what they're doing. I think it was today, this morning, that I shared a post about women in the industry. There are seven to nine percent women. So yeah. uh, <laughs> I think that's something also that we need to address in the future. Yes, totally. I think uh, it goes without saying that, that, that if you're not actively tapping into to the female part of the population, you're tapping into 50% of the workforce only. Mm. And if you have a workforce need, there is absolutely no uh, rational argument for, for not tapping into to that. Uh, that goes for technology companies like ours. It goes for construction workers. It goes for, for, for every part of this value chain. So, so, so yes. But I also see a, a growing focus on actually uh, making sure that, uh, that, 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 that becomes a speaking point, right? But again, it's a competitive advantage. If you're able to attract and retain uh, the brightest part of the population, 50% of those <laughs> will be women, right? So, so, so it's, 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 it, should make, it should make basic sense to Coincidentally, also in the IT, IT industry, in, in software development, women are a mi minority. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and, and that's actually, so, so in, in that sense, companies like ours should actually really be challenged, right? We, we, we're both software developers, which uh, historically has a very low percentage to women, and we work in the construction industry, which, which have the 7 to 10 percent, as you're saying. Mm. We have around 30, 35 percent. Uh, and and, uh, and 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 growing right. So, mm. but but it takes. I think it takes an effort, um, and then it also takes the basic acknowledgement that uh, that you're looking for skills, and and they come from 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 every part of the the population. I was just browsing uh, a list of construction management software uh, software and services online, uh, and. I was thinking that if I were a contractor right now and I, I was looking for a construction management solution, I see that there yeah. are many solu many services. Basically, most of them seem to be online or on the cloud. And, yeah. um, and, but they, they typically solve one part of the puzzle or, or have yes. one part of the puzzle. Um, yes. How do you see in the future, uh, how well, what do we need in order to make these pieces work together? Or should we start looking for an overall, overall solution, uh, one big solution that cover, uh, solves every problem? The one ring to rule them all. As we, <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. Sometimes, kid, uh, I, I got into trouble at one point and, and a panel where I said, well, well, there will be no SAP of construction. And unfortunately, next to me was the... <laughs> was the European head of SAP. So we had a good discussion on that one. Um, I think what we've seen from construction technology and also property technology is a massive explosion of, of uh, smaller companies coming out, solving 
solving niche uh, needs uh, because that's how you gain traction and, and how you gain funding and how mm. you actually gain an insight. Um, but it is becoming overwhelming. Um, we have customers on a very regular basis coming to us, asking us for an analysis of the construction technologies out there. And that's, that, that's, that's warp, right? You don't go to a vendor and, and ask for a vendor analysis. Mm. Of course, that, that's, that's a good sign of faith, but it's also a, a signal that, that, uh, that, that, the industry as a whole is a little confused. So a, a consolidation will happen. Hmm. And it I think it kicked in last year. Uh, Autodesk uh, has bought uh, Primavera way back then. They bought Textura. Now they bought, uh, um, what are they called? Uh, the the Econex for, I think, over a billion dollars. Or uh, Autodesk, uh, sorry, that was Oracle. And Autodesk has also been on a shopping spree. Mm. Um, you'll see Google, as mentioned, uh, purchasing in. Uh, so, so a consolidation will happen. You will see enterprise customers looking for more end-to-end -end solutions. That's also why we merged. We found a company that that fulfilled the other side of the needs, that shared our vision, that shared a lot of our culture, and and that had a geographical great match to us. Uh, and we had known each other for years, and then we looked at each other and said, well, we're actually matching the opposite customer needs that are there. Mm. And our customers understand open APIs, but they, they, they're they not. there's not a culture of going out and buying the jigsaw puzzle and putting it together self as you have in other more digital uh, industries. Mm. So there will be a consolidation over the coming years where where both customers will drive it, but of course also companies will will join forces mm. uh, how about information management standards we we have them and we will have them in the future uh, as well do you do you see that they are necessary or are they just slowing down in uh, innovation so in the sense of of ifc protocols or or how do you exchange what what do you yeah yeah i mean yes that kind of standards like data exchange especially i think uh i think we need global languages and we we i i think the the the, the market will be pretty good at actually uh bringing forth the most competitive uh standards i don't believe that that countries which has been a tendency in the construction industry each country has has uh, invented a variety of different standards for material classifications or information exchange or how you put your files in folders. Uh, globalization is definitely uh, killing killing those initiatives. But I, I, global standards will appear, right? But I think they will be commercially driven for, for uh, to a large degree. So um, if you think of our industry in the next five to 10 years, what do you see as the biggest, biggest change? <laughs> Yeah, we we actually regularly uh, ask our customers the same. What are the what are the most uh, important technologies for you as a company the next three years? Um, because we wanna we we, we, we want to engage in these talks and uh, actually when you're looking at it, uh, BIM so BIM is now actually coming from from uh, the new black that everybody talked about, but nobody knew what really was. 
um, into being a tangible technology that ties your planning and design and your building uh, cycle together. So that that's definitely one of the the, the trends that that that'll come. Uh, interestingly enough, a, a majority of, of our global users also point to robotics and drones uh, as a very, very, very rapidly growing technology that will have an impact on what they're doing. Um, business intelligence and the ability to have central data hubs is happily also there because from an industry that historically has been very, very poor at collecting data, uh, it's becoming evident that, that that's the change. But I also think the, the forces that I started to talk about the entry of of, uh, of of players like WeWorks, Katera, Unity um, will will mean a, a, a fundamental shift in, in in how we how we actually think about construction. Yeah, and and that also opens up opportunities for automation. Huge opportunities. Uh, I, 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 you're you're very right there. Um, that's definitely where these players will enter. Um, there, there is, there is, as you're saying, from a labor-extensive industry, there is actually a, a big, big, big uh, opportunity for automation. But you need the, you need the data set, you need the repetitive data collection and, and analysis in order to to build uh, automation that actually can compete price-wise. Right? Yeah, and we also talk about digital twins especially in the real estate industry nowadays. So, and that, that also, and all, all what you're saying is also very essential to, to be able to get those digital twins in the future. Yes, I've, I've, uh, I'm, I'm still struggling to understand digital twins uh, personally. I remember I've, I've only had for four or five years in the industry. I, I keep <laughs> thinking about Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and uh, the movie twins because they're very not alike. <laughs> Daniel Paul Schwarzenegger, it's like the construction industry, right? So the planning the planning twin is, is Anna Schwarzenegger, and then when you build, you get Daniel DeVito. Um, but yes, definitely the ability. But I also think there's a trend that you, that you will build as you plan, right? I don't necessarily believe that, that, that you will plan something that is pixel perfect, and then you will go and build a digital twin of it. Um, because there is... Agile, the, the, we build software in an agile basis, right? Mm. We, we lease continuously based on customer input. And the same will happen to, to, to the construction industry. Right? You, you will have major guidelines about what it is you want to build, but, uh, but, but you will learn along the way. But that takes a whole new level of, of interoperability between, uh, between planning and execution. You are going to be giving a keynote presentation at the World Summit on Digital Built Environment, WDBE, here in Helsinki in September. And, uh, and I'm, I'm very much looking forward to seeing you there. And, 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 and likewise. Yeah, and, and, and many of the companies that you mentioned are also going to be there. So it's, it's going to be a great event. Uh, but before that, how can our listeners best connect with you? I'm very open on LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, I use that as a, a platform for for networking uh, a lot. I'm I'm always very responsive on it. Uh, so so in general, people will will get a fast answer to to questions. Um, 
and I use it as a, a, a platform for also sharing some of my, my concerns or some of my questions uh, that I then uh, that I then revert and, and send out to my network because I, I really believe that that, that as an industry, um, we've not had a natural tendency to network uh, in the same way that other industries have done it because we've we've always been locally squeezed on our margin. so so opening up and sharing, uh, weaknesses or strengths has not been part of our DNA, but I think it's it's something that's needed. So anybody who has a question or or, or want to link up and and and, uh, and and track and follow are more than welcome just to reach out that way. Ulrich, I, I thank you a lot, and I'm waiting to see you in, in September here, if not soon. And the same. Looking forward to uh, looking forward to meet. Uh, it's going to be a pleasure. I'll also. Uh, be, be delving in because one of the things that we we launched a short while ago is an open source approach to digital maturity, which touches on some of the things we're doing. Because this industry has a lot of different languages, you also touched on, on uh, globalization and standards. Hmm. So one of the topics that I'll be talking about is, is a co-launch that we've done on something called the digital maturity model. It's free for everybody. It gives them the ability to benchmark uh, their company to build networks. So that's also another way that people, if, if, if they want to link up or, or, or share, they can jump in and, and try out the, the CDML model we have on our website and, and then, uh, then take it from there. But looking forward to talking and uh, looking forward to meeting.